You look at me 20 years ago and I was drinking six sodas and I was eating pizza and I guarantee you I had no business owning a gym 20 years ago. But if I would have happened to be in a situation owning a gym, it would have looked entirely different because we'd probably be eating junk food. We'd probably be drinking soft drinks like it wouldn't have looked. But as I've changed from the inside, you know, nutritionally and in my fitness, man, it overflows in everything. And therefore, I just happen to own a gym that is ultimately led in, in my beliefs, in my eyes by the Lord, right? Led and divinely uh, orchestrated by Him. Hey guys, welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Guys, today's podcast is an interview that I did with Cassie Rice. Cassie was doing this for a school project. The podcast really is going to help you just understand the why behind what we do here at the gym. Thanks again for tuning in today. Well, I guess just for starters, it would be good to know like who you are, a little bit about your story. Yeah. Um, like what uh, drew you to CrossFit to begin with and how did you come to open up your own CrossFit? Yeah, so I'm Charlie Lima and I got my CrossFit certification in 2008, May, which at that time I had been a personal trainer for five years and really loved working out. And uh, I started working out in the year 2000, and so it kind of changed my whole life, health-wise, well, everything in my life. Um, And by the time 2008 came around, I was really just going because I had heard from a close friend, his name is Spencer, about this certification about five months before we went. And I had never been to CrossFit.com, never watched a video, never read anything related to CrossFit, never done a CrossFit workout and I signed up for the certification because I loved learning and I wanted to learn more about fitness and health and so I showed up and that weekend was amazing it it really educated me I would say well I don't I don't don't know if educated me is the right word it just inspired me like it did educate me about CrossFit because they do a great job in the teaching of what they do and why they do in in every facet exercise science nutrition fitness performance wellness but it just inspired me and i wasn't burned out i mean i was 26 years old so i really just kind of started my fitness career um but it definitely made me feel like wow this is something i could totally do uh and, and i've been doing it ever since i mean that was 11 years ago that's amazing. So you started out um, your business model as a personal training business, yes, correct? Yes, not, so, not even like a Gold's Gym type business. Right. It was just private training. So I started as a personal trainer in 2003. And then in 2005, I kind of started my own business for myself. Didn't plan on continuing to do this for 12 or I guess 14 more years. But within a month, I hired another trainer and then a month later, I hired another trainer and just kind of slowly grew. But from 2005 to 2008, it was about 100 private training clients and seven personal trainers and just taking care of people. That's awesome. Um, so how would you describe um, the CrossFit community and like compare that to how you see a difference between um, having personal trained people, the one-on-one uh type of atmosphere versus like a community of people getting together 
Yeah, that, that's that's a great question that I've never thought through until you just said that. But looking back at my personal training clients from 2003 when I started personal training all the way to 2008 and having other trainers that were training clients, it was exactly the same community, right? Because it was just the only difference was it was not so big in inclusion. So what I mean by that is like, I'll never forget December of 2005. I had started my business like four years, five or five, I'm sorry, four or five months prior in September. And I had a Christmas party and I invited all my clients and I had two trainers at the time and I invited their clients. And it was like, it was in the house I lived in in college because I just graduated. So I still live there. And it was the most fun Christmas party ever because we were in this tiny like thousand square foot home Alicia was there and I remember my older brother came up and that was a community. So, I mean, that was a very similar community to what we experienced all these years later in the CrossFit community. So I think that has been there. The only difference is kind of what I say is in personal training, it was more of like, hey, you're my client, I'm your trainer, we have community. And occasionally we might all get together, but it might be once or twice a year. In a CrossFit gym, we're getting together every day as you experience in your class or I experience in the classes. Um, what do you think happens um, within that community during CrossFit that really like pushes people to go above and beyond to complete their workout? Like, wh- Why do you think that it's so unique? Competition. Everyone, uh, even the people that I would have never guessed are competitive their competitive nature comes out in a CrossFit class. Alicia is a great example of that. My wife, you know, like when she started CrossFit, like I, I wouldn't have necessarily said Alicia's competitive. And even in class today, like you wouldn't necessarily call her competitive. But I think that that's the initial draw to CrossFit in the group environment is in any time, not just CrossFit, even like when you were working out in Lane's group or private training in a small group. It's the same component. Now CrossFit just kind of makes it like that's the way you do it. But we have that in a boot camp. We have that in a small group training, but we have that in CrossFit. And CrossFit really, I think, took that group model and made it the default model. Absolutely. Um, Were there any things um, specifically that you did that were like intentional to make the culture the way that it is here? Did that just like naturally happen within the like the design of your business and the people that were drawn to um, College Station CrossFit? So I think uh, it's a great question. Another great question. Culture is never accidental. It may be accidental in the uh, in the person's mind who isn't intentionally trying to create a culture, right? So for that defined me for a long time, like I was not intentional about culture. I I was who I was, right? Because culture starts from the top down. So I was who I was and therefore everything that the, the, the culture turned into was a reflection of who I was, right? Good and bad, right? So you can have, that's a family, <laughs> that's a church, that's a a gym or any other business. And I would say that I definitely, as I better identified who I was and, you know, my values, it definitely impacted the culture. It impacted how I interacted with the staff, how I hired, 
how I communicate, how I lead classes, how I expect coaches to lead classes, how we run events, how we do everything that we do. So in that light, it is very intentional. It's not accidental, but I could see how you know, for any business, they could be like, well, we have this culture and I don't understand how we got here. Well, it got there because it's from the top down. So it's a reflection of the owner. And that's what I tell people that CrossFit gyms all across the world do the same thing. I mean, we are all doing the same thing. You go to any CrossFit gym, you're going to see barbells, kettlebells, pull-up bars, you know, chalk, like all, I mean, and workouts that look very similar. The only difference from gym to gym is the culture. And really, you can even measure that because sometimes people are like, oh, well, that's unmeasurable. No, it is because you won't find the same people at one gym at another gym at the same time. So it is measurable because the people are the culture. They create the culture, the people do. And the people come because they're attracted to the culture, which all flows from the owner. And owners that embrace this concept sooner than later actually have a more enjoyable experience owning and operating a gym because I think that they find out why they're doing what they're doing and they create an environment that they want to be in. And I have not done that well before, so I know what it means to do it better, right? With that being said, um, have you ever, I don't know if you know people come and show up to a CrossFit class and um, you may not know because they may just like, oh, that wasn't for me. Like, I'm just going to leave. But is there an instance that you know of where somebody came and like it just wasn't a fit for them culturally? Like, I, I understand what you're saying about like there's several different CrossFit gyms in town. And so that makes so much sense that people, they're going to stay because like that, those are their people. Like they're like, oh, I can see myself here. But then the next gym down the street, that's probably a whole different crowd of people. Absolutely. And I think that it's, I'll use an illustration that I think people maybe can understand. It's like a church, right? It's the same thing. Like people move to a town and they're, you know, they have gone to church their whole life and they want to find a home church. And although every church that they visit has the same beliefs, they choose the church based on what their, uh, we'll call it like decision-making system, which they might know or might not know. Some of them might be based on teaching. Some of them might be based on doctrine that details, right? Some of them might just be based on the message, right? The pastor is, is he a gifted speaker or not? Others might be based on community. Some might just be based on like, did somebody tell me hi when I got there and acknowledge the fact that I'm a new person? And so I think with that being said, like CrossFit gym or people like who visit are, are very similar. Um, and they probably like very few people have ever asked about like, why do you guys program the way you do? I mean, there's some. And they'll appreciate the answer, right? Because they're like, okay, these people know what they're doing, especially when – Anybody can open a CrossFit gym, right? You go to level one certification, you apply, you probably, you know, most likely used to be, you absolutely probably get approved. Now it's a little harder, but for the most part, it's not this like really hard thing to do. Therefore, that's kind of bad too, right? Because you can walk into a lot of gyms that don't have good programming, that don't really run the model the way it should be done. And so, but I think that, yes, you'd have some people. I mean, I, I I would probably 
not be truthful if I said that people didn't come and not jive with our culture and chose another gym because of it. And I'm totally okay with that. You know, I think more importantly, I want them to be where they feel good and where they will go and work out. And that may, I, I want it to be our gym for everyone, but I understand and respect if it's not. Um, how do you implement uh, your faith into your business? Yeah, this has been kind of like a, as as I have uh, strengthened my relationship with the Lord, it has looked different season to season in the gym. Um, so, you know, and there's people that have been here. I was just having a staff meeting yesterday. I was talking to uh, somebody we just hired and another person who we, who's been on staff for a few months now, but has been a member since like 2008. And I referenced a lot of how the gym culturally has changed, right? And so, and I think, you know, just like I said, it flows from the top down. You know, when I was 23 years old and not walking with the Lord, and uh, at the time I was dating Alicia for two years, and we didn't have like a very, what I would call healthy relationship, just because of where we were, loved each other, but we just, it wasn't a healthy relationship. So factoring all that, but I did love working out and I loved people. And that created a culture, whether I knew it or not. That created a, a way of hiring, whether I knew it or, or not. And so take that, which was 15 years ago, or set 14 years ago, and then fast forward a little bit, and then I, you know, I went on what I would call a walk to Emmaus that was really transformational for me, spiritually speaking, and made me understand um, that how I lived my life mattered, that you know what a relationship with God really looked like, and that it wasn't you know, that just believing in God wasn't enough, right? And so I remember walking away from that weekend, being excited about how I could live out my faith through my business. But keep in mind, you know, a thought is great. So it's imagine like you, you have a thought, but your life at all does not reflect that thought. So it's like a moment that you want to change, and it was a great thought, but I had to go back, and I couldn't just put that thought into my business. I had to change personally. I had to change from the inside for God to be able to use this business. And so really from 2008 moving forward, it has been a very gradual, almost like the turtle, like a pace of a turtle, right? Like speed spiritually for me. And so you know all that you're seeing in 2019 when you come is is a, a spiritual maturity that was different from 2008, although the heart behind it was like a desire to glorify God in my business. And as I better understood, as my relationship with God increased, as my understanding of what the Bible calls me, not as a gym owner, because there's no text as a gym owner. It's not to say, hey, if you own a CrossFit gym or if you own a business or if you're a personal trainer, this is what you should know. It's I'm a follower of Jesus, and so if I'm a follower of Jesus in the way that I understand that to be the calling of my life and the purpose of my life, and I just happen to own a gym, and I just happen to be a husband, and I just and there's some instructions in that area, or if I just happen to be a father, or if I just happen, then everything it changes everything, and so it's more of a as I've transformed, it has looked different, and that's how I live out my faith. But it's no different than my health right so it's like you look at me 20 years ago and i was drinking six sodas and i was eating pizza and i guarantee you i had no business owning a gym 20 years ago 
But if I would have happened to be in a situation owning a gym, it would have looked entirely different because we'd probably be eating junk food. We'd probably be drinking soft drinks. Like it wouldn't have looked. But as I've changed from the inside, you know, nutritionally and in my fitness, man, it overflows into everything. And therefore, I just happen to own a gym that is ultimately led in, in my beliefs, in my eyes by the Lord, right? Led and divinely uh, orchestrated by him. Do you see a difference in um, community, like reflecting back on that time um, when your gym first opened, like the types of people that it drew into your um, gym? Like, do you see a difference in that type of community compared to the kind of community now? Like, do you see more encouragement or um, if I'm honest, no, like I think that we have always had that in the community, which is really special. Um, the, the difference is I, I'm, I'm a lot different, right? And most people who didn't know me well, but maybe just kind of like from the out, like would have thought, well, Charlie, you've always been, you know, a, a nice guy or Charlie, you've, you know, you've always treated people well. And, you know, but I will tell you firsthand, I'm a completely different person than I was right. Even back then, Alicia, who has known me through all of this, will tell you that I'm a completely different person. And so I think the the community back then was heavily influenced by my personality, encouraging, uplifting, um, you know, positive. But now, yes, you'll have a lot of people, you know, who appreciate the fact that, you know, hey, you know, the faith component, but it's not a must either. Like there's other people, like people can appreciate the qualities of that but not necessarily agree with the the uh the belief system too um i'm very curious to know more um about so you have one motto that is your business motto building better people um and then recently um since the bcs classic you've kind of implemented that family fitness and faith motto as well and so can you like tell me a little bit about both of those yeah no that so i'm so big on purpose and i i really believe that if we want to um accomplish anything that we have to have really strong purpose otherwise when things get really hard we will stop you know and so like take a marathon for example when you're going to run 26.2 miles like there's got to be a strong purpose right whether that's just the completion component or i'm you know, I've, uh, I, I'm doing this because I want to prove to myself that I can or I'm doing this for someone else. Either way, it needs, there needs to be a purpose to it. And for me, five years ago, it was around 2014, 13, 14, we were doing a strategic planning and we came up with building better people, the leadership team at the time. And that, that really resonated with me and it spoke directly to my heart of the why we do what we do because building better people has been so true in my life when it comes to exercise and it changed my life. Now, I believe that God used working out to draw me in towards him because if you look at my spiritual growth in relationship with God and you were to plot that on a line graph or a linear graph, it would look pretty much spot on with my health and fitness growth, right? I was dead. I mean, not dead, but I was super unhealthy. So physically I was unhealthy. You might as well call it dead. And I was spiritually dead. 
And slowly but surely, God kind of drew me up physically. And in that same progression, he drew me up spiritually. And so I believe God to be an all-knowing, sovereign, um, good father. And I think that he will do whatever he has to do to draw each one of his children towards him. And so for me, it just happened to be working out. And so um, as I recognize my own story and I see that I became a better version of myself, right, through exercise and fitness. And to this day, if I don't work out, right, and let's just say I take multiple days off, I, you know, it's just like I can see myself back regressing, backtracking. And so for me, there's a fundamental belief, and I believe it to to the core that if you're working out, you're becoming a better version of you. And so that is what sums up building better people is that we can take anyone on the planet who you might think is the best, most productive, most effective human being on earth. And if they're not working out, we can make them a better version of themselves simply by helping them to start exercising and eating better. And that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be CrossFit or it has to be here. It just, it's a fundamental principle in my mind. And, you know, but at the same time, you know, as I say that, I think about the scripture and I think it's first Timothy where it talks about like exercise of the body is good, but spiritual exercise is better. Right. So it's like, yeah. And I think that there's an understanding that like the physical can only take you so far. And, and again, that is something that I really believe that like, even though you can be physically fit, you can be spiritually dead. And therefore, you know, I believe that this gym is here for a bigger purpose than working out. And that's not because it's our job to save everyone who is not a follower of Jesus. Because I would say that that's, that's not necessarily why we do what we do. We are a gym, like we're here to help people in their fitness and their health. But I do believe that God is so active in this gym and that he is moving mountains spiritually uh, in the souls and the minds of people. And that I believe that our job is to create a great environment, right, that people are attracted to, to get healthy and truly surrender the gym to the Lord to let him do what only he can do. It could, because we can't convince people to to give their lives over the Lord. Only he can. And so... Building better people, although yes, we believe in exercise and fitness, has a higher calling in my heart because I believe God to have a uh, not only a, a presence in our gym, but a complete sovereignty over everything that happens here. In other words, I tell the trainers constantly, like every person that's here is here for a bigger reason than push-ups and pull-ups and deadlifts. They're here because God intended for them to be here. Whether they know it or not, and then every person that moves on, it's because he has something else for them, right? And they were here for the exact time that they needed to be. And so um, that's where Building Better People comes in. And I share it as often as I have the opportunity. That's why the podcast that I put on is called the Building Better People Podcast is because I want people to understand that that's what we're doing, that we're in the business of building better people. And our our way of doing that is through exercise and, and, and health. And so... Family fitness faith is something that has recently, like you said, with the BCS Classic and really highlighting that component of the festival, it really was like another, it's like building better people had been here all along. I just never knew it. And when I started to thinking about like, what is it that we believe in at this gym? And like, what are the things that we're really 
passionate about. And, you know, the, in a business sense, that would be like, what are your core values? You know, I started to really think like, man, like family, fitness and faith. And I just fell in love with it. I, I mean, it was so affirming in the quickness of it being something that like really moved me emotionally and the timing of it with the bcs classic became you know god really kind of made it clear to me that this year was going to be different for that event that it wasn't going to be just a crossfit competition that it was going to be a family fitness faith festival and i know people uh have have been telling me why isn't it the other way faith you know family fitness in that order and to me it is in that order, right? But I like the sound of family, fitness, faith. Therefore, that's kind of how we have put it in that uh, just because I, you know, I'm big on like branding and I just like the sound. And so, um, but yes, faith obviously is the foundation there. And then, you know, family and fitness, but they are in my mind equally important, right? So like I could assure you that, yeah, you might make faith something that's super important in your life, but if your family and your fitness is out of whack, it's going to affect your spiritual life, you know, or, or you can have a great family, but if your faith and your fitness aren't in line, it's going to make things out. of. So it's really, they're all equally important, you know, and so the, uh, the family fitness faith tagline, if we want to call it that, or branding has really just come with, that's already what we're doing. So let's just own it and let's reflect it and let's emphasize it so that everybody in our gym and everybody in our community knows what we're all about. Awesome. I love that so much. Um, I thought of another question um, as you were talking about that and just how you've noticed, um, you know, faith just like kind of taking over in the gym as well. Is there like a specific example that you can think of? You don't have to name names or anything like that where like you have seen that transition take place um, in a person yeah, and, and I would say that for every single example that I see, I promise there's so much more because a lot of it I never hear. You know, I don't know about it because a lot of times those are very personal things, right? Especially when somebody's kind of opening their eyes to something like that. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's not a it's not something they're broadcasting and not something that's being shared heavily. And I think that's the beauty, right? Like you know, like God even or the Bible even shares in His Word about like you know, don't go pray in public to where everybody can see you, but pray alone in solitude. uh, And so your heavenly father can bless you or acknowledge that. And and so he sees it. And I think that that's very true to like the, the, the life change that happens in this gym for every story that I know personally, there are, I mean, I would argue hundreds of stories I don't ever hear about. And, And I love that. Like, that's what, that's what excites me about what we do here. And so um, an example would be, you know, somebody who's been a member here for three or four years as the person comes to my mind that, um, you know, that I would say has not had great experience with church and with church people, you know, and, uh, probably in the last two to three months started going to church, you know, just because, and, you know, this person, um, is, is, is at least what I would call starting that conversation again with God. You know, and and that to me is all like, I don't need, you know, so many times people are, are, you know, they want to lead people to Christ. And I think that's awesome. You know, it's like, that's not my job. Like that's, I'm not stressing out over who is, you know, giving their life to Jesus inside of these walls and who is not right. Like I'm not, 
that is, I am, all I want, would love to know is that if you're starting a, so my belief is God is so big, right? Like he's so powerful. He is almighty. If he created this entire solar system and, you know, everything that you see in front of you and you start a conversation with him, you're going to be wowed and he is going to take that, you know, so I believe that all it really takes for someone to be in a relationship with God is to start. Like if you can start a conversation with the God of the universe, you will be wowed and you will be in relationship with him sooner or later. So like to me, it's, you know, obviously I think going to church is a huge path to getting to that point. Like for me, that's what it was. You know, it's like I I never in my life was like, I don't, I never said I don't believe in God. I always believed in God. I always, I grew up, you know, very rarely going to church, but it wasn't until 2008 that I actually started going to church. And it wasn't until three years later that I actually read my Bible for the first time, like really wanting to. And, you know, it was so great because, you know, you can't track time, right? So when you first pray that prayer, it's, it's like working out. You don't see immediate results, right? Like how many CrossFitters start and their first day is like, I mean, it's great, but it's awful. (laughs) You know, it's like, and you see all these people who make things look so easy and it takes, you know, it takes you a long time and you never master that. Like you never just think, oh, I got this, like moving on, you know, it's always, there's constantly more to improve upon. And I think that's how the relationship with God is. There's a, there's a parallel there that's so similar. It's same with diet and exercise, right? You don't ever master nutrition. You're going to, you know, learn and get better and some people have a really large learning curve because they're they've been eating really unhealthy for a long time and spiritually speaking it's the same way it's like if you've you know you've had a very difficult time believing in god for the majority of your life like don't expect it to come quick and you probably will have questions until you die let's be honest right and there's certain answers that you won't get until you die (laughs) and so Understanding that that that's kind of happening inside of the gym excites me because it's just people who are, you know, just starting a conversation with God. Awesome. Um, I think that I just have one last question for you, and that is, um, what are your thoughts on uh, benefits of working out in a group setting rather than uh, working out by yourself? Do you think that there's any difference there, something that happens cognitively that maybe I don't know makes those workouts very different so I believe that both are good (laughs) (laughs) I really do um I will tell you this um one of my favorite things to do is to turn on worship music and work out by myself and um it it is uh, whether that be here at the gym or I'll go on a run you know or you know I, I, I don't do this at all but I've done it like or even you could say like in your garage right like anywhere like I just I love that is like for me recharging to my soul and so but 99% probably 98% of my workouts happen in a group in our classes and I believe that to be a better way to you know, offset the chance of you not working out because it's on your time. And so therefore, I believe that working out in a class, in a group setting, 
with structure, meaning there's a 12 o'clock class and I have a coach who's going to lead me through a proper warm-up, instruct me on the proper way to do the movements, and then at three, two, one, go, we are going to work out as a group and then cool down and stretch together. I believe that structure is bulletproof. In other words, like if, if you struggle like to do anything like that on your own, it's bulletproof planned for success. And you cannot beat that like on your own. And so I think um, it requires a very disciplined and I'll be honest, passionate person to work out on their own well. And so therefore for me, I can go on vacation and work out on my own, no problem. I can, you know, come up here you know, in the middle of the afternoon when there's no class, if I have to, if my schedule may, you know, has it that way and do it on my own. And I, and I actually love it because I get to turn on the worship music and just work out by myself. But I know most people, and even me having four kids and a very structured day, I will work. I will always prefer to work out in a class than on my own for two reasons, the structure and the people. You know, I get to see my friends, right? I get to see the members of the gym and I get to interact with people. And then I would say like the the icing on the cake is that I I get to work hard because I work 10 times harder when I'm in the class than when I'm on my own. And so um, I believe there to be a benefit to exercise even if you don't push super hard. So like <laughs> I think like if we're already winning if you are working out. So like whether you're going at, 90% or 50%, I think you're winning. So I don't necessarily, and, you know, and we're looking at it, you know, I've in the last, I would say 19 years since I started my fitness journey, I can't even tell you the number of times I've worked out. And I don't think it matters if they're all at 100%. So it's like, you're going to have, you know, days that you just, you're doing good to show up. And, and even if you push at 25%, it's better than zero and not coming. And so um, more than anything, it's important to work that muscle. And therefore, I, I again, go back to the bulletproof you know, statement. Like if it, to bulletproof your plan, working out in a group's key. Okay, that prompted me to ask one more question. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think it is um, that hooks somebody into the CrossFit community? Like what keeps them coming back? They try it once, maybe try it twice. They're a little unsure. Like what is it that ultimately like hooks them and keeps them coming back? So it, it it's the workout. Like I, I really believe it's the product we sell. Um, I, I think the community is the, the bonus. Um, so I don't necessarily think it's the community because you don't know, you don't really know the people right away. Uh, that's ultimately again, the byproduct of, but the secret sauce is CrossFit. I mean, I, I, I believe in the program. I think that it trumps anything, meaning you can you can go to a lot of different plans and do a lot of different things, but what happens is most people get burnt out with most things. And, and if you kind of go all in on a CrossFit gym, and really, you know, it's it's the workout that really makes you want to keep coming back because you're probably not doing that same workout ever again, maybe maybe once or twice a year. And you're coming back wondering, like, what are they going to, you know, you're kind of like excited, like, what are we going to do today? Like, oh, man, this is so, you know, it's so, it's so different. And so many, I mean, even me 11 years into it as a person, you know, 11 years in my CrossFit journey, uh, 15 years as a personal trainer, 16 years as a personal trainer, 
almost 20 years into working out and I still look forward like today's workout like I I, I look at it, I'm like man this is so cool <laughs> I'm like still excited to do that workout simply because it's new and it's you know some combination of some things that I hadn't seen before and you know and I think that that again going back to why people keep coming back and what or what hooks them I think it's the workout I think CrossFit just really you know I was just at the 10-year affiliate gathering and this is just a, a retreat for anybody who's owned a gym for over 10 years and Greg Glassman who's the founder of CrossFit you know he he said to all these gym owners, he goes, you have an elegant solution for the world's greatest problem. And, you know, he's spot on. You know, CrossFit is an elegant solution. It's not even if, you know, for if you understand the why behind what we do, meaning the exercise science portion behind the, the science behind the workouts and the, the actual reason we do constantly varied functional movement executed at high intensity, it's an elegant solution i mean that was back in 2008 what drew me in it was it wasn't just like oh let's write some random things on the board which is kind of what people think no it was an elegant solution and so i believe that we have an elegant solution for the world's greatest problem Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.